0: Uh-huh. Would have been horrible. Welcome to the Twenty Four Six Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yo. This is your self-proclaimed host, Dion. Yes, sir. you with the boys.
1: Welcome back.
2: Yeah, feels like we never left. Yeah, this is
0: our last episode.
1: Yes, it is. Aww.
0: It's a shameless uh, self little plug here. I wrote this song. Hey. In hey, case so you guys didn't know, That's why it sounds like garbage. Oh, so y'all are vibing to it. You know it. <laughs> right. right. Y'all you, know it. you were feeling that. All right. So today our topic, talking about bitterness and in resentment. Mm. Mm.
1: Goes by many names.
0: Give me that Nelson Mandela slash Winston Churchill quote. Yeah, we
2: don't know who, who <laughs> oh my gosh, quoted it. That's horrible. That that's that both is, of them. I know. they probably <laughs> they're both said so it. So polar once. opposite of each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Someone said said uh what, unforgiveness, bitterness, I, let me just read it.
2: Oh my sure. gosh. Yeah, while you're that Googling that. On. No,
1: but I already have it. A wise, wise right man here. once said. It's it's Mandela said, resentment nice. is like drinking poison and then hoping it will kill your enemies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're right about Mandela. Sorry to take you off that track. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. I, <laughs> I wanted to pull it up. But. That's a powerful quote. Yeah,
0: silly stuff.
2: All right, thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Thank you guys for tuning into the season. We appreciate y'all. Um, nah. It was, it uh, okay, so no, but that is a yeah. Boring. Resent resentment and bitterness. I yeah. have like, I feel like I don't. This isn't that hard for me, mm. which is yeah. good because the last episode you were like, oh, that is nothing. I'm cool on that. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think that everybody deals with it. You for know sure, what I mean? There's definitely sure. some of that there. Yeah. I think that. I don't really hold on to it as much as I used to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's probably the goal. Yeah. Yes. But I just, I feel like that it's a distraction for me Mm -hmm. and it's not one of those distractions that like is super on my mind. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But I mean, how do you guys feel about that in particular having resentment? It's big for me. Is it? Okay, cool. It's large for me as well. Yeah.
1: I replay a lot. I live in the Mm. past a lot. I feel like it, not to, I I don't know, diagnose you or anything, but I Mm -hmm. feel like you're, you're a very driven visionary type of person, like very creative. You see what's in front of you. So I feel like naturally you don't pay too much attention to what's behind you because you're just going, you're moving, you know, for me, I pay a lot of attention to what's behind me. You know, Mm -hmm. like I just dwell on a lot of things and, Man, I still wake up in the middle of the night. You know when you say something stupid in like high school and you're like, "Oh, that's so terrible." Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That still happens to me 10 years later, 12 years later. I'm like, "I can't believe I said that in high school." It's like mm-hmm. but I live those moments. So bitterness, resentment, it's really I take things very personally. It's very hard for me.
0: Yeah. Your your level of sensitivity to things like bitterness and resentment I think is is right in line with maybe your level of some self-consciousness. Mm, yeah, for sure. Okay. And for sure. That's just cuz I I feel like I've I've developed to be quite self-conscious in my life. And I don't think that's a negative term. I think it's just, no. I think it's just being naturally incredibly aware of yourself. I think yeah, that's kind of for sure. in my opinion. That's the way I've experienced it. And mm-hmm. I think, uh, like you said, you know, you start doing the replay game. Like mm-hmm, I can give an mm-hmm. example when I, when we were kids, and I don't even know if I've ever shared, shared this with you guys. I might've, I don't know, but nice. when we were kids, I was so self-conscious as a child that when I would say things, specifically to you two, I remember doing this in the group, I would say things and I would be like, hey, let's go outside. And then under my breath, I would mouth, hey, let's go outside. Yeah, I remember just, that. yeah, just yeah, uh-huh. just to be just to make sure I didn't mess up uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. just to make sure like you guys couldn't find a so word I funny. said wrong and make fun of me or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. It's like mm-hmm. this high level from from as yeah. long as I can remember, there's this high, high level of, of self-consciousness. And what that does, I think, think a lot of times you you lock in your social inter- interactions in your memory mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. like you said, you can replay them consistently over and over again so when you have maybe some negative social interactions with people that can harbor things like frustration Mm -hmm. anger hurt pain Mm -hmm. they become on replay and all of a sudden now we're building a fortress around this now we're Mm -hmm. building walls around this idea that this person hurt me you know yeah so so
2: so do you think that's like okay because you said a good word there is like harbor right mm -hmm. like for me i feel like when i have those negative interactions or i mess up Like, I'm very quick to, like, go and try and do something about it. Yeah. And so I feel like that's kind of where I don't get the, you know what I mean? Because, like, even if it happens, like, okay, let's say we had an argument a week ago or a few days ago. I try not to let time and space kind of fill that. You know what I mean? I try to be like, okay, like, let me go right to you and be like, hey, I really didn't appreciate this, 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 and this. And I didn't like that. I'm sorry. Or, hey, I really was an idiot when I did this, 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 and this please forgive me i you know i apologize so like i feel like that's kind of where for me that's where it doesn't develop so do you think it's it it comes as a result of time or is it comes as a result of just like even if something's resolved you still have lingering feelings and things like that
1: yeah i think i think both i think Mm -hmm. i think time is with with what you said is is will solve a lot of mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's time is, as much as it is your initiative to find out the truth. Yeah. I think like a lot of resentment and bitterness is justified. You know, there's a lot of stuff that's justified and you have, you know, somebody wronged you or you wrong somebody like that stuff was real. But I think for me, the a lot of it is these imaginary scenarios that I come mm-hmm. up with in my head. And, and I look back between the lines and try to assume and say, oh, these were your intentions. This is why you said this. Right. Yeah. And you build this, like you said, these walls, like you, like, you build them. They didn't build them. Like you yeah. construct these things that aren't even true in your mind. And just because you haven't taken the initiative to like say, hey, what, why'd you do this? Or yeah. what's going on? You know? And so I think it's a combination between the time. Yes. But, but I think more importantly, just your, your intentionality of, of getting to the truth. Yes. Mm. You know,
2: like what, what was going on? You have like a little negative attorney building a case. <laughs> yeah, that's your exactly mind. what it is. <laughs> that's a very good way of <laughs> yeah, putting it. Yeah, that is exactly. There's litigation what it is. happening at all yeah, times. and like it's right. Oh, <laughs> let me grab all these
1: different pieces. You're stacking like, evidence that yeah. doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, building Absolutely. a case. That's is perfect. Yeah, it's perfect.
0: building a case is is mm-hmm. definitely like you know using that lawyer type of terminology. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it goes wrong is when you you start with something and a lot of times it's probably so insignificant mm-hmm. it probably doesn't matter. Maybe someone said something in passing or. Like Dom said, you read into something, yeah. and then all of a sudden, we're building a case. Yeah. We're building a case based on false facts, and mm-hmm. you know, it goes back to that poison that that same quote we talked about, and it ends up eating you alive on the inside. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, when, when we're talking about this, I I really do think because, like you said, you're not, it's it's not something that's been really difficult for you in your life. Mm. I really do think it's a bit of like a not like a personality type, but I think some personalities are probably more susceptible to harboring that. Yeah. That like those grievances and that um, frustration and those are personalities like you can find yourself in a hole and you can find yourself in a very lifeless place in life, in your relationships, even just personally with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to you have to do the steady work of it like clearing out your trash mm-hmm. can, you know, no. cause it's okay to be wired this way. Like it, that's not the yeah. problem. It's okay to be wired this way. You just have to understand what's happening. So therefore you're not allowing yourself to build these walls, to have a massive trash can full of stuff that you've never actually emptied out or and actually really like, controlled by that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's and, interesting. and
2: I mean, I think like, like I said, when I said, don't struggle with it, I definitely have things where I have issues yeah. all yeah. the time with people. It's not that. And I also think that for, for me, like I said, like if I can go and fix it and move on and move forward, that's what I'm going to go do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to call you and if I can't call you, then I'm going to come pull up. You know what I mean? Like I want to fix this now. Yeah. And if there's, but there are definitely certain things too where I feel like maybe I won't even attempt to fix or attempt to get to the truth of because I just don't want to like dig into those things. Confront. Yeah. You know what yep. I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like there's probably some of those with me where it's like, I'm not even willing to go and try to find the truth about this. And so I'll just let it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll just let it linger and it's not really affecting me too bad right now. So it's like, but when you do that, I feel like there are certain times where that's when that, that resentment comes back up where it's like, Oh, you should have been found the truth about that thing. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Or you should have been resolved that. And like now this next situation is coming and You're letting stuff from 10 years ago, even have Mm -hmm. the slightest bit of influence on today because you never went in there and fixed it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I'm not willing to, you know what I mean? And that's like, I'm honest about that. Like I'm, there's Mm -hmm. things that I just don't want to dig up and you know what I mean? Try to figure out the bottom of like, yeah, yeah. It's just how it is. You know,
1: it's real. I I really love this conversation. So last week we talked about the, importance of making people feel important, you know? Right. And yeah. and I feel like this is the antithesis of that conversation because like we talked about how to pull people in and this like bitterness offense literally divides people, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like you're pushing people away or you're allowing like, I mean, there's been times where people have looked at me a certain way and it goes back to that feeling of importance or always thinking about yourself because you'll take a look as something against you when that person's just having a bad day. Right, nothing like, to do with you. Yeah, it had nothing to do with yeah. you. But we're wired to just think about ourselves so much that yes. when people say something, when they do something, even if they do interact in like a negative way to us, we don't we don't think that they're, you know, maybe they got in a, in a fight with their your husband or their wife or maybe they, you know, are struggling with this. We just think this person's a jerk and they're attacking me, you mm. know? And then we automatically think it's about us. And then we just like build these walls against them. When in reality, a lot of the times, like, you know, it's they're just having a bad day, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not about you. It's you quite know. meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. probably just meaningless yeah. in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely.
2: And I, and I think kind of a, a good word to kind of associate with this is blame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Blame is a very, very good word to associate kind of with this topic of like being bitter or having resentment towards somebody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because you're blaming that person Mm -hmm. for something they did, something they said, something that happened to you Mm -hmm. or a situation. And you're justifying the way you're acting or feeling based upon that. Right. Mm. And I think that that stuff is real. I actually read, um, read this book by Andy Stanley. It's called enemies of the heart, Mm -hmm. I believe. And he talks a lot about just like things that happen are real. You know what I mean? Like there's very real situations that people are hurt by things that Mm -hmm. destroy your world Mm. and hurt your heart. You know what I mean? But, When you consistently fall back on that thing and you hold on to it, when you're holding yeah. on to that blame of like, okay, well, this is why I'm always angry is because mm-hmm. that happened or yeah. this is why I'm not happy is because you know yeah. what I mean? It's, yeah. it's blame. And and he put it really cool um, <laughs> in that book. He actually said, blame is an admission that you can't be happy without someone else's co- cooperation. Mm. Ooh, ouch. wow. Yep, that's powerful. Yeah, that is powerful. And he said he also goes on to say that blame is to acknowledge dependence. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so you can't be happy without someone else's cooperation yeah. and you're acknowledging the dependence upon that person or that thing that hurt you. Yeah, yeah. It's so true. It's crazy.
1: It's so true. I think, so to give a little bit of like a personal mm-hmm. example, um, so for me and Dion and Jeremiah, to some extent mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. we, we grew up without our dads in the picture too, too much, you know, which you know,
2: is one, one of those tough. things I don't want to dig up. And yeah, no, I'm right. playing, I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. I mean, no, but but that, <laughs> no, no, but that's one of those things it that is, is one very real things. where it's like, I'm yeah. not trying to get to the truth of that yeah. so that I cannot, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Well,
1: for me, I think like what it, what it did and we don't have to dig up. That no, stuff, you good, but, Yeah. But <laughs> for what it, what it did, a side effect of it was to make me look for what I needed from my dad in other people. And other people that couldn't and shouldn't have and had no ability to give Mm -hmm. me what I needed, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about dependency and, and depending on other people, I think that there is a time in a lot of our lives because at the core of us, all of us want to feel important, all of us want to feel valued. And so we look for that in other people. But when we look for that in other people that we shouldn't look for that in, any ounce of like rejection of that feeling is automatically for me, I feel like I just, I shut down, like it crushes me, you know, like when I look for like that, that fatherly role from somebody who's not my father, you know, like they shouldn't be giving me these things. And it's just, it's my fault for looking in the wrong places, you know, where it's like, and then I get, I blame, I get upset, I get frustrated. And it's like, wait a minute, why they, they should have never, why am I looking to them for this? They're not my dad, you know, like, it's just one of those things that, it's a, it's a real unfortunate situation cuz no one signed up to to live life without a dad you know mm, no yeah. one no mm-hmm. one wants to do these things but it's like i love what you said because it's it's taken me to figure out okay where can i now find the things that i need in an appropriate setting mm-hmm, right and it might sound cheesy or corny but like the lord has really been that for me yeah, as of absolutely. like the last couple months like this is very recent for me mm-hmm. because I didn't realize why I was just so like contentious with so many different people in my life. I'm like, why am I so angry and bitter? And the Lord showed me like, I'm looking for affirmation Mm. in people. Yeah. You know, like I'm looking for that, that fatherly affirmation in people when it Mm -hmm. it only comes from the Lord. Not even if
2: you do have a father, like those things only come from the Lord. So, which is a resentment that has been there forever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, for that, that's one of those things that you can't really go and confront or yeah. fix or create resolution for you gotta take a with lot of that work person. with yeah. that person, yeah. you know what I mean, but you mm-hmm. can move forward and try to like smooth it out if you will, yeah. so it doesn't hinder your today yeah. right yeah you know yeah the good. the the common
0: people that kind of come in and out of your life, the people you see, you know, maybe in a moment at church or, you know, in passing at a grocery store, mm-hmm. there's, there's opportunity to hold resentment towards people like that. But the, the places that hurt mm-hmm. are the closest relationships mm-hmm. in your entire oh, yeah. life. For sure. Those are the fortresses. Those are the castles that you've been working on for three decades yeah. and you've, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've, you fine-tuned it. It looks really good. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. really built that to, to protect yourself. Cause that's really when you're, when you're getting into these modes of resentment and bitterness and you're, you're wound up on the inside, that's what you're That's what you're doing naturally is you're self-preserving. That's mm-hmm. a that's a trait right. that we have as humans is I'm trying to preserve myself and keep myself from more pain. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and, and it just so happens that the closest relationships, those are the repeated things that yeah. happen over mm-hmm. and over and over
2: again, yeah. you know, and well, people that aren't close to your heart can't wounded mm-hmm. yeah yeah you have never given them that power yeah right? exactly
1: and yeah. i think it's two people that you admire or look up to you know like people Most that of are time, close yeah. but it's like man you i mean you shared an example last week about somebody that looked up to you that was looking for affirmation and you know you kind of treated them like crap yeah well not like crap <laughs> but you know you, yeah. they didn't get what they're looking for yeah, and yeah, it was one yeah, of those yeah. things where that probably wounded them more than just right. somebody else you know so yeah, it's like yeah. those people that you're like oh man i want to be like that when they when they and they don't even have to do it, like do something or say something to hurt you. It just feels like sometimes if they don't give you what you're looking for, it's rejection. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. for me, like, like if I go to somebody I really admire and they're just like, oh, man, that was good. Like, cool. But it, I wanted, hey, man, that's awesome. <laughs> I thought awesome. they were going to love this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> and then I, that wounds me, you know, yeah. like, the, and I'm, yeah. I know I'm like very sensitive, but like that, no, I will like, walk real. away and I'm like, oh, man, like. You know, I get really mm-hmm. bitter and, mm-hmm. and, and and resentful from from those things, but yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. So, what are your situations? I think I mean that's a perfect example for you, but like, I guess in life, like, where have you dealt with it? Because you said that's something that you Dion deal with a lot I'm sorry I'm looking at him but y'all can't see (laughs) me looking at him so Dion where would you say have been like those situations in your life where you've had to deal with that because you said that that's something that you struggle with yeah Yeah, I I mean it
0: was a little bit of what you said earlier Mm -hmm. with with just some of the passing comments that are maybe just unclear you know like Mm. the the unclear you know, maybe it's passive aggressive, or maybe it's like, I'm trying to, or maybe you're just reading into it simply. Mm-hmm. It's those gray areas for me that kill me because I'm like, mm-hmm. all I want is connection with you. All I want is clarity with you. All I want is mm-hmm. just to like know exactly what's on the table for both of us. Yeah. And if there's some type of, you know, you feel like somebody's withholding from you, yeah. you know, and yeah, that yeah. breaks my heart. It's yeah. like, oh, am I not trustworthy? Am I yeah. not like, yeah, Worth your connection. Like, yeah. I'm just want whatever you have inside of you. That's it. I don't want yeah. like this, you know, whatever it is. So, that's probably like, that's where I begin to build my castles because mm-hmm. a lot of times those conversations aren't, like you said, you don't want to necessarily go out and be like, hey, what did you mean by this? Right. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. over communicate yeah. every little yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. So, I've realized that those, those, those instances aren't. They're not, it's not necessary for me to go and have that conversation with that person. It's actually just necessary for me to go with the Lord, have a conversation with the Lord and bless that person. Yeah. That's what I've been doing recently mm-hmm. is like, those people in, you know, whether it's people in our family, on staff, or people I've met past in my life at Bethel, you know, I have plenty of (laughs) examples of this, of just like, Hey, I need to sit down and remember that I love this person and that Mm. this person is so good for me in my life. And I just want to bless them. Like I'll start praying for like their family. I'll start praying for Mm. their kids to love the Lord for as long as they're alive and Mm. for resources, for health, like pray the things that you want people praying for you. And I'll tell you, like, you can't hold bitterness and hope in your heart at the same time time. Yeah. Yeah. So good. when you that's choose good. to like partner with like the hope of of you know the Lord working through someone's life, mm-hmm. those shells and those those scales of bitterness and like the walls that you build, they just mm-hmm. erode so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. When you're when your true p- heart posture is praying blessing over somebody. Yeah. yeah. It, it's impossible to stay angry and, and yeah. hurt. You know? Yeah, so absolutely. That's, that's, that's been so like the good. only practice that's really I'm like, this has
2: been changing my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's so honestly. good. Well, so good. and even like that, like with what you said, <clears throat> and, and kind of to allude what you said as well, Dom, is like people that are close to you, mm-hmm. but like also things that you find your identity in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we, that's, that's where that happens is like a lot of times we mistake our identity for dignity, right? Where we say, okay, identity is these things that make us who we are, but our dignity is our value. Mm-hmm. Which is supposed to be found in Christ. Yeah. It's but a lot of times when that identity piece mm-hmm. kind of takes the place of the dignity p- piece, we kind of get in that place where bitterness and resentment can form very easily. Yeah. Uh, because if that identity thing that we have goes wrong, then we can fall into a very, very messed up, dark place. Right. Yeah. So sure. 100%. Kind of an example, and we talked about this on our first episode a little bit, but like when I left football, Mm -hmm. Like leaving college football was a very hard time for me because that was my entire identity. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. Like that's who I was. That was what people knew me for. That was like what I was going to be like Mm -hmm. all of those things. Like I was going to be a football player and when stuff went wrong and I left, like it was very hard because I was broken. I was like my whole world of who I was is shattered. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, that's where I found a lot of dignity too. where it was like, this is my value. And so coming back and being embarrassed and feeling, you know, like my entire world was shattered and having resentment towards the people that I had issues with the coaches, I had issues with the program. Like right. that led me to going into that dark place of like becoming super overweight yeah, and yeah. being in that place of like depression and just yeah. being sad and just not having any type of value in who I was. And that's kind of why I say, like, today, like, I don't really deal with the resentment because that was, like, my major, major thing where it was like, yeah. man, I can't stand these people. I hate these people. I hate football. I hate mm-hmm. this. I'm not watching college football no more. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not watching football in general. Like, it's a microcosm for slavery. Like, <laughs> it was just, it was crazy, right? And I'm about to yeah. go eat all this Taco Bell. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it was just insane. So, like, yeah. but that's where that was from. Like, that came yeah. from being, having that bitterness and that resentment towards something that, I replaced my dignity with, which was just a small yeah. part of my identity, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, I, I was, I've gotten over it, you know. Yeah, and
0: it's very that I, I love that story and in that example mm-hmm. because I, I, I relate in in a way of you know having a very similar experience, going away for college, not having the best experience, and then coming home yeah. and feeling hurt, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and I think. I think you identified something really important is like I, I faced it. I like, I faced the big mountain that was in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I think once like, once you can kind of tear down the largest stronghold of resentment and bitterness in your heart, you have, you have now like a way of doing that. You know, you have like a method and a, and like you've seen yourself do it. Right. Yeah. And so that was, I had a very similar experience. And I think kind of what you're saying, like, Hey, it's not as, as hard for me anymore. I think you're kind of maybe down the road a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, 100%. I've had this, this experience, that experience for, for me probably happened a year ago, a little, mm-hmm. little more than a year ago where I realized that I was just with all of my energy holding on to so much anger and resentment. And when I was able to just kind of like open up my hands and, and stop clenching so hard, it was just like all the weight in the world left my shoulders. Mm -hmm. All like, it was just the the release of that. I'll never forget that specific experience. So well, yours,
2: yours was with worship too. So that's like, yeah,
0: it was church related, you know, know, ministry related. Yeah.
2: Like, so mine was like, okay, I just don't want to watch football anymore, but like, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for you, like still very
0: much part of my life. Yeah. I
2: was going to say for you, how was that time (laughs) of just being like, because I know how I felt in, in regards to like that sport but, like, for you, where that was, like, your connection and, like, such a personal thing with God, how did that feel during that time of feeling like, I don't want anything to do with this anymore?
0: Yeah, well, I think the the biggest thing it did and the biggest thing I learned from that was that Jesus is, and okay, I'll, I'll say this because yeah. everybody on the podcast knows, knows where I came from. And, and yeah. a lot of those hurts are wrapped up at the time that I spent in Reading at Bethel. You know, it just was, mm-hmm. you know, certain people. It's not even you know, not to go down the road too far, but what I, what I had to realize is that Jesus in in the Lord is not a movement and they're not, I had to separate the disappointment I felt from people and not put it on the disappointment that I feel from Jesus. You know, like Mm -hmm, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't attribute that disappointment to being him in any way. Mm -hmm. And that's what that lesson, I think I had to learn that because at that time, those things were kind of overlapping far too much. And it was, it was, pulling it was pulling my faith away from me you yeah. know it was pulling my actual faith in is god good yeah. is god yeah. pursuing my heart like all these things that i learned in that environment that were a part of who i am and still are it was it was rattling my foundation to an extreme yeah. point mm-hmm. right and so yeah it was it was very difficult because it it was probably threatening a little bit more of like actually who i who i am yeah than, that's than that what i'm trying to yeah did,
2: because yeah. it's yeah. not like oh i'm just not going to watch this thing on Saturday, this is like a foundation of who you are. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. my
0: relationship. Yeah. With, with the Lord, which mm-hmm. is everything, you know, to yeah. us. And so, um, I think once I was really able to separate that, I, the amount of freedom the like, yeah, uh, it, it could break me down just thinking about it, the amount of freedom that I, I got from just l- releasing people, you know, like yeah. I, I wanted, I wanted to get revenge. I wanted to mm-hmm. get vindication. I wanted all these things and just releasing, like letting go of your hands blessing those people, praying for them, mm-hmm. praying for their children and their lineage. Like the amount of, the amount of freedom that came from that was, uh, yeah. was remarkable. That's Absolutely. Cause you
2: were no longer dependent on them. Yeah. To be yeah. Happy.
0: And then I could see yeah. God the right way. I yeah. could see Jesus with yeah. the right set of eyes, you know, for the yeah. f- first time in a while. So, so good. And, and you can get
1: back to doing the thing that, right. You were, that you were called you to were do. Doing. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're not doing anything it. different, you know, you yeah. just, you're, you've let go of the bitterness and now you're able to do. You know, the thing you're called to, that's so good. Yeah,
0: it was a powerful but, thing. I'll read the scripture because this is <clears> something that, you know, the Lord's been talking to me about this for literally the last year on, on so mm-hmm. many levels. And he brought this to me probably about a, a month ago or so. I've read this a few times, but right after the um, um, the Lord's Prayer, so our Father who who is in heaven, Matthew 6, 14. Uh, and it says, for if you forgive others, their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Mm. But if you do not forgive others, and I love this in the Amplified, it says, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God. (laughs) Mm. I love that in the Amplified, it like defines it. Yeah. Said so then your father will not forgive you of your trespasses, and I think yeah. we we probably all read that scripture at some point. But I read it and it was just so sobering to me. I was yeah. like, I was genuinely scared and reverent of the Lord. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I don't have, I don't have any right to to yeah. hold anything against anyone that they've yeah. done in the yeah. way that they've hurt me and pained me because the the amount of you know what? What I've been forgiven of will never. You know what I mean? It yeah. will never equate to being like oh, I can. Be, you know, I, I got the right person. to. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. It'll never be. So it was just. Yeah. It was a pretty. I don't know. It was a good experience to just to be like, okay, this is important for me spiritually because that yeah. that part of like nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship
1: with God. It's like that's mm. the most important. Thing. Yeah, that's you crazy. Mm. So uh, it was. It was a good experience. That's for sure. Yeah. Been that way. That's good. I, I mean, I think like dealing with a lot of this too, because we have a lot of, I mean, well, your guys' stories are amazing and just hearing just where, like kind of like the 180 and to just even hear the timeline of, you said, you just said a year, you know, that's been a, a few years now for you, but just to talk about the process of it, because it's not mm-hmm. a pray once and it's over, you know, yeah, like okay. you're, you we talked about, building a case or building a, a castle like you're deconstructing these things like brick by brick it's yeah. a it's a process of going through this and um dr caroline leaf wrote a book called switch on your brain and i'm not going to say it but it is a really good book okay it's a really good <laughs> book. this is the top, top five but my top my top, top, my, my top, boy, top, my top whatever kids grow it no, this book was really good though. It might it might squeeze in the top oh five. I've got two more spots you got left.
2: Ten top five. But <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs> it might work its way in there. But man, she talks about neuroplasticity mm-hmm. and just how our brains are wired for good, healthy emotions. Like mm-hmm. you're, it, it's crazy. The and obviously I don't know all the science, but she said basically like the way your biology, your makeup, your physical makeup it's not housed for negative emotions. Like God didn't build us for negative emotions. And so what happens in your brain when you begin to build these trees, it's Mm -hmm. literally a construct. Mm -hmm. These, these neuro um, links in your brain are, it's like built. There's a real, it takes up. She says it takes up mental real estate for real. Yeah. It's real matter. It's real matter. And so what happens is you, you build these toxic, like, dead looking, evil looking trees in your mind mm-hmm, crazy, mm-hmm. that infect other, other experiences and moments and thoughts in the way your brain works. And it's like, when you look down at the, the chemical biological level of the way your brain works, you're not supposed to harbor bitterness. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it's yeah. it's, it's ha- crazy a cancer. It, is really, it really does. Yeah. And the encouraging thing though, if you're having bitterness is that you can change it. And you she can. talks about the, yeah. the thought process of changing your yeah. brain, changing your mind. And, And I mean, again, Dr. Caroline Leaf didn't stumble upon this. This is in the (laughs) word of God, right? Like like renew your mind daily with the word of God. Mm. Allow the word, allow your relationship, allow these things to come in and literally change your brain. Yeah. Change these things.
2: And it heals in, in many ways, too, because like when I think about like, okay, when I left football and I was such in that dark place for all those years, like just being 350 pounds, like. being so sad and like just this past two years losing a hundred pounds and Mm -hmm. just as that happened the process of that was very spiritual too yeah you know what i mean like physically i was losing weight but like Mm -hmm. my whole prayer was like god as i decrease you increase yeah and so like as that happened like I began to gain spiritual authority. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was fasting every single day. I was doing intermittent fasting, which I still mm-hmm. do to this day. Mm-hmm. Like every single day I was denying myself. Yeah. Yeah. And just as that happened, as I lost that weight, like it felt like that bitterness just kind of went away with it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, even up until this last weekend, like I went to the Avon, Avon Lake football game mm-hmm. and like, I never had any problems with anybody in my high school football program, any of that. Like I'm Avon Eagle till I die, like all of that. You know what I mean? Like I was so proud of that. Go Shorman. Go Shorman. Nah, (laughs) never that. Like, you know what I mean? I'm an Eagle purple and gold for life. Like in, in that, that, that experience was so amazing. So like it was never, I never had an issue with it. But when I went to college and kind of got that resentment and that anger towards football as a whole, Mm -hmm. it just kind of lumped everything in together. Kind of how you were talking about where it's like, it it wasn't church on the North coast. It wasn't, it, it wasn't yeah. Jesus. Like yeah. it was this one specific thing. But yeah, yeah. when you have that bitterness and resentment, it's hard cause it kind of lumps it all in. Yeah. Um, but even this last Friday, like this was the first time I had gone to one of their football games since losing a hundred pounds and like mm-hmm. being able to go out there and be on the sidelines. Like I was telling David, I was like, I hugged every single one of my coaches for mm-hmm. the first time, like ever. Yeah that's crazy. That's awesome. And like was just so happy and so proud to like mm-hmm. be out there and like yeah. just be on the sidelines and be talking mm-hmm. to the team and like being a part of that in a way that was just like couldn't have so- done it yeah it would have been hurtful it would have yeah Yeah. it would have killed me yeah Yeah. and so it's remarkable yeah it was amazing just to see that you know yeah and I love I I
0: love that your your experience was so such a physical experience yeah because it it really it draws a wonderful parallel of like you do have to do this daily it has to be a process of like shedding you know consistent whatever is built in your mind that took those took hours and days to build those structures yeah it's going to take days and weeks and a consistent process to tear them down so yeah good. and
2: when that's why I said it was like it's like a, it's very holistic it's not just one thing because like even going back to you with like the mm-hmm. father thing mm-hmm. like even hugging those coaches mm-hmm. like that's something that I wasn't okay with mm-hmm. up until now for yeah. sure. You know for what sure. I mean? Like yeah. even having like I, they were very much so like very father figures in my life, like mm-hmm. very cool, all that stuff. But like I will never hug them. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. And so like even going there this past weekend and just embracing them and like being out there and like it was just it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know incredible. what I mean? That is yeah. awesome. It's full redemption. Mm-hmm. It sounds
1: like. Yeah. I feel like, you know, as we're talking about just the process of, of like deconstructing the, those things in your mind, like. I love what you said, Dion, about just blessing them, like praying Mm, for people, like mm -hmm. like speaking well of them, you know, like just that alone, I think is something that is a good starting point for somebody who's like deep, deep in this, like, they're not going to go to a football game. They're not ready to get back on stage and lead worship. They're (laughs) in it, you know, they're in the pain, the hurt. I think the step number one is like, say something nice about them. Yeah. You know, talk to the Lord and bless yeah. their kids. Like I love mm. how you said, like, you know, bless their resources, like ask the Lord to bless them financially. Like mm. starting that way, it, it begins to open up the process of, of understanding like, man, we are all people on the earth that all make mistakes yeah. and mm-hmm. all mess up and not to take away from what anybody has done to anybody listening or anybody in the room. Cause I know that hurt and pain is real, but at the end of the day, like I love what you said too like the Lord has forgiven us of so much yeah and it's time to for us to allow forgiveness to be like what we extend to people instead of bitterness, instead of harboring things and holding things against people like, man, yes. the Lord's been so good to us. And so we can extend that goodness. So I think the starting point of prayer is like so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
0: Just prayer, man. And yeah. and I think what it, what it does more than anything is just, it reminds you that these people are good for you. Like, yeah. that's what I always realized too. Like a lot of times, in those close relationships, again, that's where the, the biggest hurt comes. Right. So you kind of create an enemy in somebody who's really, really close to you. Right. right. You have this kind of like, you know, combat or conflict or whatever it is. And you just forget the fact that like, this is my brother or this is like, this is my wife. Like this could be, it could be any aspect of your relationship. These are my children. Like you can, you can harbor bitterness towards anyone. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it's just, it it helps you remember like, no, this is an important relationship. Yeah. When you begin to like bless them, pray for them. You're like, I forgot. I love this person. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot. So Mm -hmm. so yeah, that's definitely the homework. If you guys are struggling with this or deal with this, just, yeah, bring them before the Lord and just begin to bless the mess out of them. Yeah. And yeah, reshift your heart.
1: I would say too another one, maybe step two, if we're going to like number these, but I would say the second one too, is like taking those thoughts captive. Mm, Like, mm -hmm. like I've had experiences where I've, deconstructed some castles for a week and then I've reconstructed them the week after, (laughs) you know, like you entertain (laughs) thoughts or even conversations or like you work really hard at like praying for somebody and getting over this. And then the next week you're like, "Mm, no, you know what? They shouldn't have done that. You know, like you build that wall back up. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, no, Mm -hmm. like it's, and those are the hardest moments. And I think too, like some of the hardest moments for me is like when somebody else has a grievance or an offense and you get in the same room and you start talking about, it together and mm. you feel relieved because somebody else can identify with your hurt Common and your enemy. pain yeah. yeah and it's like that's dangerous so yes. like watch watch how you speak what you think yeah. on what yes. you dwell on like as a as a num- as a good step too like don't take a bunch of bricks off just to put them up next week yep. like like you're never going to get out of that situation if you do that and so taking those thoughts captive are so crucial. Yes. Yeah. Cuz
0: yeah. you're doing a lot of work for no reason at that yeah. point anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like crazy
1: just to build it up again absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. made all that progress and then you're still you're still mad at people. Yeah. yeah.
2: And not letting space and time like grow. Yeah. If if that's you good. can, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if yeah. you can go and fix it, right. like go that's fix good. it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Especially if it's somebody like you said that's valuable. Yeah. Like There's nothing that the three of us will ever go through where I will not call, figure it out, like, immediately. Yeah, things don't linger. We're not lingering. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. don't let stuff linger linger because that's where that bitterness and that resentment can grow because it's like, oh... You know what I mean? That little yeah. attorney's in there yeah. getting yeah. that case together. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, oh, nah. see, they don't respect you because uh, yeah, <laughs> the way they said that. And if they said that, that means, like, sure yeah, your Absolutely. attorney is, is going Absolutely. crazy. And, like, you got to calm that down and be like, no, nah, you're fired. Like, yeah. I'm going to go figure it out. I'm going to go figure it out for that's myself, funny. like, right now. Like, yeah. let me go figure it out right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's that's so probably good. step three. Like, when yeah. you can. Yeah. yeah. Just deal with it. Fix it, it uh, deal and deal immediately. It. Yeah. Because
1: yeah. the odds are it probably is misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You're probably 99% of the time. Especially, I mean, obviously people hurt you and, and people that you care about and love you hurt you. And those are like the evil, evil situations mm-hmm. that a lot of times, like, I like even going to that person and try to rectify it i wouldn't even suggest i mean i'm talking about people that abuse you like yeah, physically like yeah, we're not talking different. about people that are yeah not that's good. different yeah, yeah, yeah like that's they don't different. genuinely love you we're talking no. about people who are close to you good that you. Ha- have your best yes. interest in mind yeah, like yes. 99% of the time they didn't even know they hurt you mm-hmm. right. it was a complete yeah. accident they misspoke they did something that they didn't mean to do yep. and it could be solved like that
2: and that's all it is is yeah. a conversation like hey this is how I feel about it I didn't appreciate that and yeah. you know I don't know if you meant it that way but this is how I feel She'd
1: about like, it oh my goodness uh, I didn't mean that at all it's yeah like, okay problem oh cool <laughs> <done>. we good <laughs> Like, yes.
0: and all those yeah. bricks come crashing down like yeah. that you yeah. know with and, a quick conversation and then
2: it's not yeah. you holding on to it until yes. next year and at Thanksgiving he say something different <laughs> and you're yeah. like throwing forks now yeah. I got it <laughs> 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 you remember that one time yeah. <laughs> three yeah. years ago on Christmas yeah exactly like that's what happens <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah those are good. good
0: three really good steps yeah, you know yeah, pray for good. people you said take every ca- thought captive yeah, and yeah. deal with it when you can address you know? it when you can yeah, yeah it's good. So that's good, really good. so It's good cool well that's been the 24 6 podcast yeah actually for now season one is
2: done season yeah, one is over some closing season thoughts what how, this has been fun this has been really cool i think it's been cool i think that the people that listen to this honestly interest me very much because, like, it's a lot of people that I did not think were going to listen to. <laughs> yeah, They'll yeah. be like, hey, I listened to y'all the other day, and and I'm like, okay, cool. And like, they're like, yeah, and I learned this, this, and that. So yeah, I think it's, for it's cool. me it's been a very cool, like, just branched into something different for all of us mm-hmm. that is valuable. You know yeah. what I mean? I think yeah. there's value in it, and I think that our conversations can really just – help lead by example yeah Yeah. because like none of this stuff is coming from a place of like oh we know everything or we're teaching you how to do something it's coming from a place of like hey this is what we live and this Mm -hmm. is what we go through and so you know take from it what you will and take our areas where we've struggled and hopefully you don't have to go through those same things yeah Yeah. you know what i mean yeah i've learned a lot I've yeah. learned a lot just being really. here from you guys. Yeah, me <laughs> yeah. too. Same. It's yeah. it's
0: it's it's, re- it's been really fun. It's, it's, it's yeah, it's been
1: amazing. It's been so good. thank you guys. As somebody who writes a lot of messages and like produces like content for things, mm-hmm. it's been refreshing because a lot of times that stuff—not that it's fake, but it's produced. You know, like yeah. it's curated. It's like I have a I have a specific goal or destination in mind, and not that we don't hear, but like it's just the conversation of just like man, this is what's been going on, you know, and Mm -hmm. not having to like get things together and just talking honestly and having honest conversations have been great. So I hope that they, uh, they've helped you that you've grown, um, in some way, shape or form. And and thank you for listening, checking us out.
0: Love you guys next season. See see you
1: soon.